Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How can I be better? How can I be strong? How can I love myself again? How can I find a shred of self-respect, a little piece of dignity, in this ugly world? Just listen to the James Donnell Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. That's it? Yes. That's all I have to do? Yes. That seems... that seems too straightforward. You poor fool. Nothing could be less straightforward. Wait, everybody, I think this is supposed to be the episode where James talks about going to America. I thought it was the one where we all laugh in a haunting fashion. No. America, America, America. Land of the free, free, home of the brave. Drive-by shootings, corporations pollutants. Lizzo's a flutins in a way that's hurt people's feelings, apparently. I'm not reading too much about it. Hello. This is James Donald Forbes McCann for the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan. And I'm here to let you know that I am coming to America. I'm coming to America in October. I'm going to go. I'm going to do some gigs. I'm going to meet some people. I'm going to further... The catamaran interests of this podcast and grow us out to new markets. Hello, by the way, to all of our American listeners. We've got about 14. And I tell you this, if all 14 of you were in the same place, I would come and I would do a show. And I would, you know, I'd say, hey, can we all maybe bring one friend? Can we get this? Can we please get this up to 30? That'd be 28 of you plus me and maybe a technician. And I could do 30. I could do 28 payers. Woo! $20 tickets, $600. That would pay for the flights for me to get anywhere to do that one show, sadly. We do not have an American fan base all in one location. You are scattered. Scattered wild like seeds in a field that have been scattered by accident. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway. We've got to focus on this trip to America. I just I keep coming up with other plans and other ideas. And then I go, oh, goodness me, have I agreed to go to America? A place that I have never been. A land of the free, home of the brave. Did I say that already? Land of the free. Ah, it's a pity that every other land is full of cowards. And all the other homes, uh, the people are shackled. Did I get that the wrong way around? I think I did. I'm in Wagga Wagga. I'm tired. There's no use hiding the fact that I'm an exhausted shell of a person and that um, this is going to be one of those podcasts where you go, Jimmy! Jimmy!
hey, couldn't you have recorded that a bit earlier after a good night's sleep sometime earlier in the week? Is there any need to bring your cognitive difficulties and lifestyle problems here to me? They say a burden shared is a burden halved. Quite the contrary, a burden shared is a burden doubled. Because now I'm dealing with your burden. I didn't used to know about it. How about a stiff upper lip, son? Nah, but seriously, I mean, <laughs> I'm very tired. Last night, I did a gig at the Rhino Room. I was emceeing, and uh, they told me beforehand, someone hasn't shown up tonight. They said something like that. They're one act down. And they said, can you do a bit long in the first? Can you do 20 minutes before you bring the first act on? I said, absolutely. So I get up there and I'm just talking. I didn't really hit material. I was just having a chat with the audience and a light starts going off. And I say to the, the technician, I said, Henry, the technician, what's going on with the bloody light up there, mate? And he basically says, I'm lighting you. You've been up there for a long time. And I went, oh, okay. And I got off the stage. I brought the first act on. I had spoken for 35 minutes it didn't feel like i'd spoken to them for 35 minutes but i have it on relatively good authority that i opened the show for 35 minutes which is a faux pas uh, usually i i like doing it you know they say can you do 10 to 15 mate and i err on the side of the 10 every single time i, I just want to be up and down in and out but they go do 20 and i just lost all sense of what 20 meant and Boy, I, I don't remember everything that I spoke about uh, with the good people of the Rhino Room last night. But I'm pretty sure from the noises that some of them were making, uh, some of it was inappropriate. And I'll thank anyone who took a recording not to uh, leak that to the media. Those were not jokes. That was an unedited stream of consciousness mistake. And it's frankly weird when you're riffing for time to... I must have gone okay because it didn't feel like 35 minutes. But uh, I don't think it went great. I think I was just in one of those moods where you shouldn't be allowed to perform. Anyway, you know how it is. So I did that show. After the show, went out, had a, had a beverage or two with a variety of persons, you know, good people, mostly, wrote some poems, wonderful, <sighs> came home, 12, had to be up at 4am to go down to the airport this morning, where I flew on a Rex flight to Melbourne, and then I flew from Melbourne, uh, after that had landed, I flew from Melbourne to where I am now, Glorious Wagga Wagga. I love Wagga Wagga. Not the first time we've spoken about Wagga Wagga on the show. I'm doing a hurricane trip to Wagga Wagga. I've been booked to play somebody's birthday party. I'm doing a quiz for them. And I'm staying with the Stirrets. You, if you go back and you listen, I won't tell you exactly where it is because I don't remember. But if you go back and listen to the previous Wagga Wagga episode... You can hear a quite unwilling interview that I did with the Stirrets. So rather than do that now, I've just quite, I've discreetly taken myself away into a studio that they have. They have like an acting studio and I'm surrounded by costumes. So many costumes, so many characters. I think it's like an acting school where they teach kids to act and like have self-confidence. And that sort of thing, which is great. 
Acting is a great way to give people self-confidence. I've never known anyone to have more self-confidence than actors. Those people don't have any horrifying personality disorders whatsoever. He joked in a humorous fashion, knowing full well that actors are really not switched on. By and large, in the not having a disorder department. Oh! I just ate a big spicy laksa and I feel sick. Oh, I am tired. How about a stiff upper lip, son? Green light, the current beating us back against the shore, ceaselessly into the past. Great Gatsby, but you don't need to know that. You need to know that we're going to make it even harder and more difficult for my family and I when I go to America. Be in America. I am in the current process of writing letters and recording videos, but mostly writing letters to people who live in America who I would like to interview. I think that's a pretty good way of building up a podcast, building up listeners, building up money, buying a boat. The issue with talking to Australian celebrities, even if I do put in the work to talk to them, is there's a very limited number of people who are interested. You know, you know what I'm saying? It just geographically, through time. Hey, everybody, today on the podcast, we are talking to... Gary Ablett Sr. And that's really interesting if you enjoyed football in the, I don't know, 80s and 90s. And and by football, you mean AFL, which is enjoyed in many, but not two of the biggest... Australian states like we don't even get national let alone international do you know what I'm saying but if you interview someone in America man the coverage is enormous so I've got a list of people I'd like to interview in America I'll read some of them to you now uh Makara Tours is at the top of my list she's a YouTuber I have been watching her videos with my wife for ages she makes costumes if I could ever be a TV producer on a show I would have it be like a costume-making show, like Project One Way, but for costumes. And I think Makara Tours has had this idea herself, but I would cast her to be, you know, she would be in charge. She would be a combination of the Heidi Klum and the Tim Gunn characters. Makara Tours, wonderful, would would be a thrill to speak to Makara Tours. Number two, Kanye West. So many questions for Kanye. I can't imagine he'll find time. This is a long list and there are lots of people on it. And I don't need to read the whole list, but we're casting the net wide for the best possible results. Azalea Banks. Pusha T. Philip Glass. Mac DeMarco. Andrew Bird. Future Cher. Julian Casablanca. A lot of these are musicians. I think I just went through my Spotify and I looked up who I was listening to and then uh, most of them were Americans and I thought gosh it'd be good to talk to them and then you'd get to someone like a James Brown and you'd go nah he's dead he is too dead he, I don't think I'll be able to speak to him the new polity people Matt Fratt they live uh, in a place called Steubenville where I'm hoping to visit okay who else oh Rufus Wainwright Nathan Field Emma Chamberlain Conan O'Brien so many people so many people. Steve Martin. Sam Talent. Dan Carlin. Tim Gunn. I love Tim Gunn. Heidi Klum I'd also like to speak to, but Tim Gunn from Project Runway. And also making the cut. One of my absolute favourites. You know, and the list goes on. There's no need to do the full list. Ah.
confirm that I will continue writing to those people and adding to that list and make this as fruitful a trip to the United States as possible. As mentioned on the previous episode, I don't want to just go to the US, you know, and have maybe some positive opportunities, but, you know, hang out and do a a really uh, bad gig to almost nobody in a room that looks impressive to an Australian audience so I can put on Instagram and have people go, wow, whoa, I just don't have time for that. If I was, you know, if I was a single man, if I didn't have responsibilities and a job and a family, I could, I'd go and bum around America and have a nice time and have no stakes. But we, I'm there to break through like a hot butter. No, like a what? Like a hot knife, that's it. Like a hot knife in butter. Scraping that little bit of butter over too much bread. Things are actually going really well. It's very nice to be here in Wagga. I wish I was uh, doing a... Another show as well, but next time there just there wasn't enough time. There's too many things on. And the move, man, my wife is such a beautiful, wonderful person. She's working so hard. She's got the kids for a couple of nights while I'm away, and then while I'm in America, oh, she'll be doing more. And Dad will be there, you know, and Mum will help out. <sighs> and friends and community. But I don't want to lean on that for longer than I have to. I want to get into America. I want to crack that coconut and suck the juices. There's a lot of weak metaphor, simile-type stuff going on in this episode. I apologize. Affirmation! We're going to have less. You know, if you come out and you're a poet, if you release a book of poetry, Marlon Brando 9-11, available now on Amazon, number one best-selling book of poetry in Australia, and then you're on here going, you know, just repeating the same tired metaphor over and over again. How much faith and confidence can people have that you know what's going on? Affirmation! I wrote some poems uh, recently. I'm, uh, if you'd like one, if you'd like to read a poem. you like a poem? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a poem. Do you know this sort of woman? She asks a question and you begin to answer. And just as you're starting to answer, just as you're rounding the turn of the answer, she says, oh, well, that's like, and then she says something that's absolutely nothing, nothing at all like where you were going. 
And so you don't actually get anywhere near to the meat and potatoes of what was going to be a pretty good answer, actually. And you realize, oh, after the fifth or sixth year of this happening, you're never going to be allowed to answer. This woman is playing verbal squash, but you're not the other player. You are the wall. You're here to facilitate some sort of illusion that a conversation is taking place. Do you know this sort of woman? I suppose it doesn't have to be a woman. A man could be like that too. I do it all the time. Yeah, I guess these aren't poems. I guess these are just short monologues with line breaks. But hasn't that been what poetry has been for the last couple of hundred years? Hmm? T.S. Eliot? Boy, it'd be good to see if we could interview T.S. Eliot while we were in America. Except that I think he spoke, it was mostly in England towards the end, and he's been dead for a long time. Well, Now a new segment called for quality and training purposes. Hello, my name is James. Can I just check up the top that yep. this is being recorded for quality and training purposes? Yes, it is. Ah, fantastic. Um, I've just yep. had one of your... It was actually brought into my house um, by the decaf instant coffee. The decaf instant coffee? Yeah, this okay. is Nefe Blend 43 decaf. Yeah, okay, yep. I just had What um, happened? Oh, it was fine. I think someone just bought it by mistake when they were trying to buy regular instant coffee. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I just, just out of interest, not to, not to complain or, yeah. or change anything, but I was just wondering who yeah. is that product for? Okay. Uh, Generally, people who are trying to avoid caffeine in their but, coffee. Yeah, that was my thinking. That because normal decaf, you'd go, I, I love the taste of coffee, but I don't want to be yeah. caffeinated. Yeah. 
And the normal instant yes. coffee, you just go, well, I don't really care how this coffee tastes. I just need some caffeine yes. this morning. But who is yes. the instant, not very nice tasting and also no caffeine, who, who's, who buys that? Who's that marketed to? Okay. So, is, uh, so basically your question, you're, 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 you're saying it doesn't taste nice? And well, I mean, I just, no, not, not as a value judgment, but that it's an, it's an instant coffee, yeah. which serves its right. purpose of immediacy uh, of serving. Like, I think if instant coffee tasted the same as all the other coffees, the other, co- I mean, you wouldn't wait around for a French press like a dunce, would you? You'd just, you'd bloody get that instant yeah. coffee ready to go. It's the speed of the instant coffee that, that adds that um, kick, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, there might be yeah. instant coffee aficionados and, and people who prefer it out there, I'm not sure. But I, I think um, they don't do it at like cafes and things where people get a bit fancy about it, you know. So I was just wondering if, yeah, if this isn't for people who want the taste of coffee and it's not for people who want caffeine, what is the, um, what's that, what's the intersecting part of that Venn diagram? Oh, because it, it, well, I guess it's a bit subjective in terms of the taste. Because it's meant to taste as close to the normal caffeinated instant coffee as possible, yeah. Just without the caffeine. No, I'm with you. I'm so, with you. That's what I know. That's what I mean, yeah. though, right? Because yeah. it tastes similar to the instant coffee. Yeah. But the only reason but you have the instant happen. coffee is to get the a quick dose of the caffeine without, you know, because you're hungover and you're afraid you might burn your hand on an espresso machine or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it actually doesn't have as much caffeine. I think it's got like 0.1 gram per 100 gram of caffeine. In the decaf one? In the decaf one. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. So like what is the – what's the teleological end of an instant decaf? That you want the taste of the coffee, not necessarily the kick, yep. but just the taste of the coffee. So instant, it's, the, uh, it's for people who want the, the taste of instant coffee? Yeah. All right. But not necessarily the kick. Well, that's good to – and they're out there. I mean, obviously, that's, that's, a, that's a product at the supermarket. So that is being yeah. – do you know how, what percentage of people are buying that version compared to the, the regular um, version? I'm not sure, to be honest, in terms of the specific percentage, but it's quite a significant one. To be really? Honest. We actually um, – we, we, I think the past two weeks we, had un, we were un, out of stock of the product and we had so many people calling. So in terms of um, – yeah, in terms of statistics, I'm not really sure, to be honest. No, but you're saying but you know that anecdotally there is, a, there is a demand that if people don't get yeah. their instant coffee, yeah. they get shirty yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a, a, an, an influx of calls from people who actually um, wanted the product uh, when it was out of stock the past two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to have yeah. contributed to that by accidentally having it at my house for a while, but um, <laughs> and I'm sorry that you've had to endure those calls. But thank you so much for talking me through that. I don't feel – can I – what sort of person? I mean, were these like – did they sound insane? These people who were calling who? Do you know what I mean? Because why would you – I'm just trying to get at the nub. Why would anyone yeah. ever yeah. want – you know, if, you, if there's only instant coffee to place, you go, well, bloody hell, I may, I've, got to, I've got to have some instant coffee because if I don't have any coffee, I am yeah. a mess, you know. 
Yeah. That yeah. really is the only situation where one is driven in the contemporary society to it. No, no, no negativity, no negativity about it. You know, we all have to, you know, and that's an important role to have in society. We all have an important role. The emergency tyre in the back of the car yeah. doesn't go the same speed as the yeah. other tyre, but it's, it's got to be there. But So you're saying people yeah, were furious. <laughs> they were actually serious, to be honest. Um, especially people with heart palpitations, people who are, um, who've got medical conditions where they've been told not to or to avoid some caffeine in their product. Yeah. Um, but then I guess it's the people who have been used to having um, the normal instant coffee and then they've just been given that sad news by the doctor that, oh, you need to avoid um, you need to avoid um, coffees or anything that's got caffeine in them. And then so this is the next best alternative. They still want the taste of the coffee. Maybe not necessarily the coffee hit, just the taste of the coffee. Yeah, I'm with you. And then they've just been told they have to. They have to avoid caffeine. So the next best option would be the decaf. Especially, so most of the people who are calling us about it are the people who are like having issues with heart palpitations and they're like, oh, I really need to have the coffee, but I can't have the normal coffee because I've just been told to get off it. So, yeah, from what I remember in terms of the people who are calling, it was basically those people who've got medical conditions and who've been told not to have caffeine in the product. Do you think there's been an uptick in recent years of people with those heart palpitations? Oh, for because sure. I reckon that's the vaccine. Oh, oh, I oh, reckon that's myocarditis, and you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure about the. No, no, absolutely. You shouldn't take an editorial line yeah. on it, but that's my suspicion. Yeah. But I'll let you go. Thank you so much for helping to answer that for me. That's okay. That's all right. And apologies that you. Bought this product by mistake. No, it was my dad actually who, who brought it in. And then we were standing around the kitchen going, Who's that for? But I mean, it, you know, I mean, it exists as a product yeah. in mainstream supermarkets. Yeah. So someone's buying it. Maybe I'll have to lurk out there and ask people. But um, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's okay. That's all right. Thank you for calling. No worries. You have a good one. You too. Bye. Well, this has been this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan podcast. I love you.